The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. This segment is brought to you by Carbach. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Apparently J.J. Watt very close to uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Did that kind of throw you for a loop? Does Arizona strike you as a team that's real close to a championship? No. You know, I was hoping he'd go someplace where he'd have a chance to win a title. I I was too. I was hoping to be like, oh, good luck. Go get you one. But now it's like, eh clearly just wanted out of here. And I don't blame him for that. I don't blame him for just wanting to be out of this organization. That makes sense, but it's a surprise to me that that's where he ended up. You see your buddy Tom Herman got a job. I did. It surprises me that he didn't get a college football job. Maybe going back to a smaller school would have may have looked like he failed. Yeah. But I'm surprised that there wasn't some school who was like, you know what, we can do better if, if we've got this guy. Well, what I suspect he'll do is he'll go there for a year. Uh, get Until some... a job opens up. Yeah. Here's Fred, AJ, and the brewmaster himself, Eric. And we're back on the Blitz. Our number three. 713-780-ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Send a message or I'll read it. Twitter's at Fred Bauer, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real, at Aaron is Bliss, at Degenerates975, at the legendary MK Palette. You can uh, text the show, you can watch us on Twitch, all kinds of ways to consume it, and this is always the best part of the whole week. When Eric Warner shows up, our good friend from Carbach. What is that, buddy? It's always good to start the week off well on a Monday, right? It is, yeah. It's uh, it, Every other Monday is better than the Monday before it. Exactly. Like, the, the Mondays at Carbox here better than the Mondays when they're not. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, are you guys like those guys that try to get the off to the really strong start on a Monday? Like, do you get up an hour earlier? So he... Aaron is. He was like, man, I'm blowing this, I'm blowing this intro today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always get up early. Monday is the day that I get up the earliest, but only because I've got to do meetings in the morning. So I've got... And I've got to get some work done before the meetings start. And so... Uh, so yeah, Monday I do get a, an early start. So work you could have done on Saturday or Sunday, but no. you choose. You're like my weekend is sacred. No, I'm I'm not going to do my meeting prep till Monday morning. Uh, no, because it, it's not that. I, I mean, my my weekends are just really busy. Yeah, you know, getting uh, tossed out of ball games, getting tossed out of ball games, and uh, listen, the the, the Sixers won their first game. I saw that. I was kind yeah. of following that. Yeah, That's a, pretty cool. It was a big victory. Uh, so uh, I've been. I was writing my Hall of Fame speech. And Holden uh, was like the leading scorer, right? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, uh, he had three points. Well, they that, normally probably like the leading scorer when you score say, eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I know he led. He led the team in fouls committed this season by far. He almost fouled out of basically every game. Wow. And, That's impressive. Well, his job is it in third grade. It's hard for the kids to make shots. So if guy's got an open shot at the basket, sometimes it's best just to push him down and let him try to shoot free throws rather than <laughs> lay it off the backboard and in for two. So is so, he being coached to do this or is he sort of figured this out on his own? 
he's being coached a little. Okay, all right. Being coached a little to do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Why I not? mean, listen, you got to make him earn it. The... You make him earn it. Exactly. He's, so Bill, gotta... he's, he's a little Bill Lambeer. And then he, but I, he's also being coached to point at him when they're on the ground and say, no easy buckets, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he got that from. Pretty sure that coach got kicked out. No of the layups, game. bitch. That's what he says. He's got his old Kentucky waterfall. Oh, flowing. I saw that. Yeah. I finally saw it in that picture you posted. Like, ooh, that is, uh, you know, I, I find with kids, like, they go through phases. Yeah. So, you know, in, in a year, that'll be gone. Oh, that'd be nice. And you just hope it's, like, not something worse, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it can't get much worse. But it's, <laughs> it's pretty he's, bad. He's happy. Uh, all right. So. The moment we, we've been waiting for. The moment we've been waiting for. Uh, well, first of all, you, when did you get back from? I literally uh, just a couple hours ago, man. Okay. Yeah. When I when I said I brought the cold with me, I was not kidding. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um. How was it? Was it really cold up there? Uh. Yeah. It, it, a little cold front came through, but uh, actually, the last week's been pretty nice, and it's going to be really nice. Like the next. Did you uh, lose couple power? Weeks. We did not. Oh, amazing! Yeah, Crazy yeah. And I had I got my little wood pile too. Okay, you know, just so in case. Just in case, get the fire going. But um, do you go out there and split the wood yourself? Um, I chop it in the forest into the sections, but then I make my kids they split, split it. it. Okay, I like working the chainsaw. That's I was fine. on a wood splitting duty when I was up in Oregon for around Christmas time, uh, and. It, when you're the wood splitter, you start to realize how quickly you guys are, the people inside the house are burning through wood. It's like, hey, slow down. It's warm enough in here. <laughs> tired. Well, you got to get the, uh, one of these years, I'll get the actual, you know, mechanical splitter. Like a hydraulic wood splitter? Yeah. That's how my friend Eric got his thumb chopped off when we were in high school. Yeah. Hydraulic Ooh. wood splitter. Be careful with that. I bet they have like better safety features on it now. Probably but so. You could still probably figure out a way to mess up your hand. You could. But I used to, <laughs> I, I mean, I, so the rest of the time I knew Eric, I used to go to his house and I'd tie his shoes in knots because I knew he's just hurting. <laughs> that, old nub, that old nub was giving him hell. All right. So what we've got here is the new hard seltzer variety pack, the ranch water variety pack from Carbock. Is this on shelves already? Of course not. Okay. Good. You guys always get advanced copy, man. That's what I like to Yeah, hear. but next week. It's, next it, week. Next week, you will start seeing it in the stores adjacent to just the six packs of the original uh, agave lime. So, yeah, we've had the original, the agave lime, uh, and the, the new variety pack has the original, but it's got three other flavors as well. The first one we're having here is Meyer Lemon, uh, agave Meyer Lemon. And Fred's is already gone, so he says I he approves. Love it. He likes. He's it. thumbs up. All right. This what? is going to go well with vodka. Yeah. the 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 first one, the the uh, agave lime, is great with tequila. I found this is going to go well with vodka. This is like a vodka lemonade type uh, of beverage here. So I, I'm I'm on this too. This is a good thing. Yeah, I've already I've already snagged one to take home. So there, Fred. You, we've got a few. You can take a couple. Okay. Well, but I haven't had the others yet. Let's see. Yeah, change one well, okay, so right. next choice we've either got, and so this is Meyer lemon flavor, right? Meyer so lemon. These are all agave hot. based. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. We make the 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 base ranch water, and then we uh, go next level with these additional flavorings. All right. So, Pop. What's next? All right. Let's do the uh, prickly pear. All right. Without further ado. No more right. time to waste. No. 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 And just like the uh, original, these are all you know hitting the. 
low calorie, low carb, uh, you know, box that everybody's looking for these days. How many of these would it take for me to pound before I got drunk? You probably a 12 pack. You know, you mean pound like in rapid fire or like Like over over the course course of two hours? Yeah, uh, probably six or seven. You you start I'd feeling feel a buzz. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. You're well. You like the prickly pear. Yeah, I like that. It's very good. Too. That is. I. You know what? I I expected to love the lemon one the most. I I don't. I don't know if that's well, just you wait, Fred. There's one more yeah. to go. I know. Oh, wait, there's more. So what? Um, what would you uh, mix this one with? Mm, I, probably I, vodka too. Yeah, I think I think so. Maybe gin. Gin would be good too. My yeah. I bet my wife would like that with gin. Yeah, that's good as well. Yeah, it's got a little sweetness to it. Definitely got the sweetness, um, and it's got a little, almost like the the like the, like the true fruit character. Like it's almost like a little pulp. There's no pulp yeah. in it, but you can imagine like okay, you just squished a a prickly pear into it. You know, yeah, um, yeah. This one, uh, when we were doing the original prototyping, the prickly pear. Uh, was kind of everybody's favorite, but the lemon is really grown on everybody. And the next one we're going to try, the watermelon, really tricky to pull off. I think we may have talked about that last time. Because you don't but... want it to taste like the earthy kind of, like you don't want it to taste like the rind. Exactly. And that's hard to avoid. So I, I'm I'm curious on this one. But we've got it. we got to hit a break. Don't pop it yet. All right, we'll wait. We'll let this one stay cold another minute. Well, let's put the brakes on this for a second, and we'll come back to it. Uh, yeah, and if your brakes are squeaking... Or making all kinds of noises when you put the brakes on, then uh, you need to call my friends at New Brakes, or if it's just time. And uh, guys, if you haven't uh, used them yet, everybody who uses these guys love them. New Brakes comes to you. They'll come to your house, or if you need to get your mother's brakes done, they'll go to your mother's house. You don't have to go sit in a shop. You don't have to, to go to a dealer and wait for two hours. They come to you, and the quality is fantastic. And everybody raves about the guys from, from New Brakes. I, I've all kinds of time, times people are sending me texts, tweets, everything. Say, God, these guys were so great. Thank you for mentioning them. So you guys are welcome. Newbreaks.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN. You're going to get 10% off. And go to the website. Set it up now. They'll give you a transparent surprise-free repair quote, and they'll get right back to you. Certified experienced brake technicians, premium brake parts, 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty. N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN. 10% off your service. New breaks, newbreaks.com. The Blitz, Blitz on ESPN 97.5. This segment is brought to you by Carbach. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred, AJ, and the brewmaster himself, Eric. And we're back on the Blitz. Man, I was already in like the best mood ever, and now Eric shows up with all this uh, ranch water. Gotta love it, man. All right, so what's this one that this we're This is the to watermelon, Fred. Okay. Agave watermelon. Watermelon's really hit and miss with me. There's watermelon stuff I love. There's watermelon stuff where I'm like, eh. So... We worked I long am and hard on this one, man, because it, it to AJ's point, the the early prototypes were very sort of earthy and rindy, mm-hmm. 
And, and what did I tell you guys? When you're the gold standard of watermelon flavor is the watermelon Jolly Rancher. Yep. I mean, that's what you're aiming for. I think the whole world agrees on that. Yes. Anyone who tells you that there are superior flavors of Jolly Ranchers is a liar. Their taste buds are just broken. So, although I like the hmm. what, what was it the fire the cinnamon fire yeah okay. I, I I do like that one too. yeah yeah that's that's fine but it's I mean good, but it's not watermelon well but the the green the green apple's good but it ain't watermelon yeah I mean it's just that they do watermelon better than anybody else as well. yes that's it doesn't mean it's better than the other ones it just means no it does if you want watermelon that's better anyway and that was our gold standard we used exactly that we're like guys this is good but oh, we need to good. get this more towards you know the Jolly Rancher character. So um, it doesn't have the pucker, you know, that a, a watermelon Jolly Rancher has, obviously. But, um, yeah, we're we're pretty happy with where this one ended this up. This is very good, too. Yeah, this, this I, yeah, I, that's, that's I'll be I'm honest. Saying. My expectations were probably lowest for the watermelon. Because mine, mine, too. Typically, I, I expected it to be, I guess, more, like you said, more earthy, more more of the uh, the part of the watermelon where, where the closer you get to the green part, the less desirable it is. Mm-hmm. So this is very. This is a good, a nice balance. It's not overly like you know ridiculously sweet, uh, but it doesn't taste like the ground, and that's the key with watermelon. Probably vodka on this one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. I think the gin would conflict a little bit, and Agreed. tequila would as well. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think tequila would work with this. No, tequila only works with the original. I think it might, it might could work, work with the lemon, maybe. Yeah. But but I I think the original is perfect for tequila. I do too. Oh, yep, been doing that. Been doing that. Yeah. Even with uh, Mezcal. I have too. Really good. I have too. I also, I, sometimes I don't like to mix my Mezcal because, I, I mean, if you drink Mezcal, you know, it's not a, it's not a cheap, not cheap. habit. <laughs> no. So I, I've kind of gotten to where like, if I'm paying, you know, X amount of dollars for a nice bottle of Mezcal, I'm not mixing it with anything. I'm going to sit here and enjoy the flavor of it. Uh, but That's how I, I feel about high-end whiskeys. But I if did I spend that much money on a whiskey. I just want the whiskey. Well, I don't mix my whiskey with anything anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, I, occasionally so. I'll mix it with water if it's cheaper whiskey, just because I'm going to be drinking a lot of it. Yeah, but I don't like I don't like whiskey and Coke or whiskey no. and Diet Coke or anything like that. So I, but I like stuff like an old fashioned and things like that. I'll, I, yeah, I'll I, have an old fashioned, but I'll have an old fashioned with good whiskey too. Because I mean, I don't know. That's that's just mm. that works. Mm-hmm. But uh, the mezcal, I, I I mean, I enjoy. A lot of people don't like the flavor of mezcal. I do. Uh, but I did try it with the, uh, with the ranch water. I was like, Oh, this is, this is actually really good. So, but I, I've only done that once. Typically tequila is my go-to with it. Yeah. I mean, that's smoky. And, and even within the world of mezcals, I mean, uh, there's quite a range oh, yeah. of smokiness, you know, and, uh, I, I had one recently that was on the subtler side and, uh, it was quite good, but then. You know, it's like, well, to your point, it's like if you're going to do a mezcal, you might as well have it be smoky, yeah. right? Like, like go to the is. extreme. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, here's a thought. What about a uh, a smoky scotch with one of these? I don't like scotch. That's on you guys. Uh, I, I do like. I'm out on peat. I, I, I do like the, the smoky, smoky scotches. Just kind of wondering which one would go well with this. I don't know, Fred. That might be a, I'm trying to visualize that myself. That might be tough. Um, I may just try it with all of them and see. Yeah, hey, that's the beauty of this. You know, it you can sucks, try, sucks, play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you you got the uh, fifty dollar bottle of scotch, but you know, a can of ranch water is only uh, a little over a dollar. Well, so, there you go. You know, yeah, there you play go. Play away, people. Play away. Somebody asked how about rum with the watermelon. Ooh, What's that? Ooh, that's yeah, a good, good call. Idea. 
Yeah. yeah. Liking that. Ding, ding, ding. That's from the 832. Congratulations, sir so, or ma'am. The uh, this will be will, will these other flavors eventually be available in their own six packs or are they only going to be available in the variety pack? I think we're, we're you know we're kind of moving that direction. We want to kind of see you know what sort of feedback we get on social media and such. As which to, flavors people like? Yeah, which people are wanting more of? Exactly. And uh, and then we'll definitely do that. Also working on uh, you know new flavors as we've discussed. AJ, you and I have talked about that. So we got, I've got some, the best ideas. The best. His his idea is pretty good. Tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> People are going to love it. They're going to love it more than any other ranch water flavor that ever existed. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah. The, the other ranch waters was good. This is great. My idea was the best. It was. It, I knew as soon as the, the idea came in my head, this was the idea that was going to work for our country. So speaking of that, I, I, I watched the video that you guys were referencing of the commercial. Oh, the lactation video. Yes, and it was in the context of the Golden Globes. Yes. Sasha Barrett Cohen won a Best Actor? Whoa, wee woo. Very I mean, nice. I, I won the prize. I thought that movie was good, but... I, he should have won for the first Borat. Yeah, exactly. I actually actually thought the second one was better. Really? What? Yes. Because what? Of, because of the, the this is my cousin Bilo. He <laughs> born with no chromosome. <laughs> no, I just saw it because it was so timely. Yeah, uh, with everything and and with all that was going on, that they managed to make that movie during the pandemic. Uh, I I actually thought it was, and the people were still fooled by him. Yeah, I, I guess like the first Borat to me goes down as like one of the three or four funniest movies I've ever uh, seen. Agreed. I, I just I, I actually preferred this one, believe it or not. I, and I I won't argue that like the storyline wasn't better. Like and the fact that they were able to get Mike Pence in on it was I mean that was pretty golden. But <laughs> even the Tom Hanks thing at the end was so perfect. But the first Borat was funnier, and in a comedy, I don't really care about the plot. I just want to know how hard did I laugh. And I like almost pissed my pants laughing at the first Borat. So I, I, I will, I'll take. I, 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 I okay, I'll give you that. I just think this was a better movie. Just, that's fair. Yeah, uh, that's fair. And, I think there were better like moments in this one that were like, oh my god. But I think in the entire, if you look no, at the entire the best, body the best of moment, work, I mean, he think, bro, he brought a bag of poop to a dinner table and was like, where do I dispose? I, I mean, that was pretty good. Th- You're those, right. Those moments there, it's. That's, that's yeah, but you're, you're a poop guy, though. I am a poop guy. It's Poop is funny. Mm. I mean, let's be honest. Mm. He pooped in a bag and mm. put it on the table. Who hasn't done that? Come on. <laughs> so if poop is funny, then lactation is funny, too? Were you? What did you think of the commercial? So you see the commercial. Were you, uh, were you offended? Were you, what, what, what was your emotion? Uh, I, I certainly wasn't offended. It, it was, it definitely seemed like a Euro kind of ad, right? And you're, they, you've spent a lot of time in Europe. Like, do you, how do you feel when a woman pops out her breast to be, breastfeed in public? Does it weird you out? Uh, as, as long as there's an attempt at a little bit of discretion, no. But if it's to your, you guys were talking, I think about, you know, people posting it on social media, women posting it on social media. Yeah, if you're, like, trying to get attention, then, yeah. So, let's say, like, you know how sometimes they'll lift the shirt up and yep. you see bra. Yep. They pull down the bra and, like, there's, like, that half second between pulled down bra and baby attaching. Do you feel like that's too much or do you think they need to have, like, a blanket and then put the baby on it and pull the bra down? Like, it, n- uh, situational. 
So if it's like I'm free the nipple, I'm team free the nipple. Oh, I am too. But, but let but, them do what but, they want. It, I, I think if, if, if she's got like another kid there, like screaming at her, and it's like a hectic situation, then yeah, don't just do it. Just get 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 it done as quickly as you can. But if it's like you're in a restaurant and it's just you and your girlfriend and your baby in the little carrier there, and you all know of what a sudden, I'm more offended by people bringing their baby to restaurants. How about that? It depends on the baby or the baby. Well, if the baby's the chill, yeah, it depends on the restaurant. Obviously. Babies aren't chill. Well, if, they cry. My kid was great. Our our oldest was great, dude. We, but we had to time it. Like we knew when his net, his sleep schedule was, and as long as we took him with us during that three hour window okay. when we knew he'd be chill, never an well, issue. Well, then your wife never had to pull her boob out at the uh, the restaurant. Never had to. Okay. Well, if you're offended by it, here's what I recommend you do. Whenever she starts doing it, you walk up and say, "I got next." That's assault, brother. No, not if, not if she invites you. Who, how do you know? She might say, okay. I told uh, you guys that time about uh, when I had to do that, that conference call with somebody very important, and I, I went into one of those. Uh, so I was in the Spokane airport, and I had this like really important conference call with somebody very in, in our organization, like way, way pay grades above okay. me. Mr. Weiser. For example, <laughs> yep, yep, Mr. Weiser's guy, right? And uh, so I'm like, I'm, I'm nervous, and I'm like, oh, crap, I can't find a, a place to, to do this. You know, there's, like, airport noise. Uh-huh. There's one of those, I think they call them moo-moo vase. They're those little breastfeeding stations in, you went in, in airports. Well, it was the Spokane Airport. Nobody was there. And so I, I there's a hippie woman there waiting for you. Oh to use it. no no no! There's a pervy guy who I walk out after this half hour. And, and certainly, if somebody would have knocked, I would have been out of there. Like, right. yeah, hey, are you in? There? Oh, sorry. This guy's like got his cell phone, takes my picture. Is like you? I can't believe you. You know, blah blah blah. He probably thought you were the pervy guy. He just thought I was rude. Which okay, okay, but but here was my my missed opportunity. He took your photo. He took my photo, and yeah, what's the what? What do we call the uh, male equivalent of a Karen? Is it a Ken? I don't a know. Kevin, I think a Kevin. So Kevin the takes weed. Just be, you know, yeah, just be he straight. takes my picture, and I blew it because I'm downstairs going to to the curbside where somebody's picking me up. You're off the phone with Mister Wiser. Now. I'm off the phone. Call went great. Went tremendous. Yeah. Uh. You were a millionaire the next day. No, no, this was after that. This no. was after that. This is, yeah, yeah, no, 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 not that. It, it wasn't that important, AJ. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I walked by the cop, and then I stopped myself, and I was like, what would Larry David do? I should have gone back and said, uh, excuse me, officer. You know, there's a guy parked out front of the Mumuva station with his laptop and his cell phone, just kind of taking, taking pictures, pictures of people yeah, as they people out. come out of that. And, yeah. you know, and I think he was like looking at child porn on his you laptop. You should have said he took a picture of my wife. See, I miss that. I, do, I wish I, my wit was like quicker. You, you know what I, you know I would have like done? That. I would have taken his picture and then I would have taken a picture of my own penis and gone to the cop and said, this guy pulled this out. This guy right here. Oh, love it. Love it. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, uh, lactation, it's it's a part of life. Let let it let it be. Let it be. I would have thrown the penis on the grill. But the, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, the dildo uh on the on the breast in the shower, that was pretty weird. That seemed like overkill. Yeah. It seemed that like, was a vibrator, right? It was, yeah. yeah. yeah a toothbrush and then a vibrator. 
and then she did the full blown like hold them up and drop them and watch like the flop. So have you reality checked this with your? I'm gonna ask Kristen about it. Like if I'm gonna she, ask her. Yeah. Would you, have you ever used a vibrator or anything like it? I'm gonna ask her. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure Kristen's gonna say what. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I use that for all kinds of stuff. So all right, guys. Uh, the spring sale going on uh, at Texas Star Grill Shop. The number one brisket holiday of the year. Aaron, you must have known this because you worked at Texas Star Grill Shop. I didn't. The number one brisket holiday is Easter. Yep. Uh, Heart brand Wagyu. That's the difference maker. And Texas Star Grill Shop's truckload deals have arrived. Uh, the spring sale is here. Go see. The, we're t- there's pitmasters working over there. This isn't just like dudes who are, uh, you know, who did a, a barbecue internship and now they're working at Texas Star Grill Shop. These are pitmasters. And they will help find the perfect grill for you. I, I talked to the guys over there. I was like, I don't know really what kind of grill I want. I'm, I'm not really sure. I'd been cooking on like a, a homemade grill that a, uh, a welder built for me out of pipe casing. So I was like, I, I don't know really what I want. And he, he showed me exactly what I wanted. Uh, have a cold beer while you're shopping. And guys, they've got four locations. Now, four locations, all the best brands. Check them out. Save big during Texas Star Grill Shop Spring Sale. Free assembly delivery at all four locations. It's TexasStarGrillShop.com. When it comes to sports betting, SportsMapBets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, SportsMapBets has all the info you need to make the best play. SportsMapBets.com. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz, and Eric's still here because he has alcohol. As long as I bring booze, I'm still, I'm still well, good. You can stay as long as you want, yeah. You can move in, hell. I know, that you guys, like whisked me off in in 10 minutes last week well yeah when you're i know when you're not there when you're not there it's different i mean we we got i mean i tell you what one of these times though i am gonna do it i thought about it doing it uh last week i'm gonna like call from my freaking hot tub don't do that no (laughs) just to rub it in i won't say it but how about you just work a a full work week like the rest of us and you take a fair amount of vacation days I, I work odd times and hours and days, AJ. Right. That's how the creative process works. Oh. It, can't, it can't be like forced through a meat grinder. You realize I work in a creative medium. But you guys are kind of ad hoc, right? You have this, like, within your window. I mean, I know there's prep time, going back to what sure. we were talking about earlier. But you guys, it's really about improv. Right, like, a lot of the time, yeah. You know, how good are you in that moment? You I mean, get- my listen, the joke about uh, if the actresses in the lactation commercial were paid on the SAG scale, that was right off the dome. I didn't even, I didn't prep that. Uh, joke. That was good. That was really good. That, I, that felt like you had that, and you were just I waiting didn't for have the perfect it. moment. I, it, it just popped into my head, and it made me laugh. So I said it out loud. Either way, it's funny as hell. It doesn't matter if, if, if you had it, and you were just waiting for the right moment. But I, tw- I tweeted that joke, and it didn't get enough run on Twitter. 
I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. That, that's oh, I'll, a, I'll Twitter, all they care about is is unpaid interns. That's true. So, that is what they care yeah, about there. To hell with them. But I, that, and that's what I wanted to ask Eric about it. I mean, I'm guessing in, in your time in brewing, at some point, you did an internship or you did a uh, an apprenticeship. Have I never told you this story? No. So I knew I wanted to go to brewing school. I, I took a little bit abnormal path because I didn't start out as a home brewer. Once I got to brewing school, I started home brewing. But I knew I, I knew German enough to be dangerous. And I was like, hey, if I, if I have to do this internship but, uh, at some point but before I start school, which was a requirement, I'm going to go to Germany and do it. Like learn their ways. Yeah. Bone up on the language a little more. So I literally... Went knocking door to door on these country breweries in Bavaria, and this was back in the eighties. Um, I'm an American, of course. I put on the little, you know, kind of monkey suit. I had the the like German jacket and the little later hosen on to like kind of look the part, you know, a little bit. But uh, I, I literally, you know, knock on doors, um, and and finally, after going to about a dozen breweries. These one guys like, yeah, we could use somebody. And they, they, they said, we could use a, a Hilfsarbeiter. What's that? It sounds like grunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll never forget this, man. As long as I live first day, there was this old crusty dude who was like the mechanic. He was like the brewery mechanic. He was this Polish German guy, you know, world war two guy. Cause this is 40 years or 35 right. years ago, whatever. And uh, he he points me to the packaging line, and there, there's like a you know over there they they rewash their bottles. Yeah, right. So he's like, "This is the wash machine. This is your machine. Get to know it. You're gonna be here for a while." So I literally had like the crappiest job uh, imaginable, and uh, man, you just get in, and start working, and sure enough, after couple months are like hey we need some grunt work done in this part of the brewery and now we need grunt work done here and and there was one they actually the cool thing about this brewery was and most breweries used to do this they made their own malt so they had their own it was a small brewery too yeah. it, was, it was like you know the size of carbach a few years ago or st arnold's or you know it wasn't that big and um there were there was this one time where uh, a fan broke because you have to you know you're always regulating temperature and humidity when you're making malt and it was like we have to get this fixed now or or we're gonna lose this like batch of malt and it was like all hands on deck and i'm there with this crusty the the, 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 the mechanic guy and we're like you know crunched underneath and like cutting out this part and replacing it and you know we were there till like midnight right and you know, once they saw, I was like, "Hey, you're you're hanging cool. You're you're there. You didn't like yeah. punch out and say, hey, I gotta go.' Well, you had to rescue the malt. I had to rescue the malt. So, yeah, to any of you aspiring uh, interns out there, um, they're wonderful learning opportunities. And and you said it yourself, AJ. I think in, in, when you're talking to Lance, man, part of the deal is just you gotta show up and you gotta don't don't let the fact that you're doing work that you think is beneath you, like. Uh, get you down. It's like you you have to rather say, I how am I going to learn from this? How am I going to apply this to when I'm not an intern anymore? Are there still interns at your brewery now? We don't really have interns. No, there's no apprenticeships or we anything like that. Don't we've we've done it a little bit here and there, but um, 
it's hard to do because like most internships, it's like a summer thing, right? Yeah. And just when you're like getting up to speed, it's like, oh, got to go back to school, you know? Right. So we haven't done a, a ton of that. We've done some, but if there was someone who who came up to you and said, "Hey, I I just want I I want to uh, I want to learn the game," like if they knew you and they were like, "I I just want an an intro into this business," can I can you can you have me do some grunt work around the brewery? Would you? I mean, would you let them do it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, a, again, you know, Carbach, we've kind of gotten big and we have yeah. legal and right, like, right, a lot right. of complicated issues there. But but let's say you know I was you know. I, I, when you're at Flying Bitch, you would have done it. At Flying Dog and at Tabernash, we, uh, in fact, one of my greatest pride stories. You, you've had Bierstadt, right? Or we've talked about Bierstadt. That's the lager. Yeah. In, I know Aaron's familiar with it. Yep. Um, the, the the intern, the guy who, so there was this program called the American Brewers Guild. Yeah. And they, they like, you know, he was our first guy. And, you know, two left, you know, hands kind of deal the first day he basically blew malt dust into our qa lab where we had all these micro plates and my partner at the time it was like the qa guy was like why are we doing this this is ridiculous but this guy ended up bill ended up becoming like one of the premier lager brewers in america so i'm 100 percent committed to that concept and i i think uh especially you know fred you and i and aj's kind of getting he's mid-career but we're, we're kind of getting in the Back half, Fred. Back nine, if you will. It's it's that's part of our duty at this stage of life is to bring up the next generation, right? And, I'm, and I'm at the turn. I think you're at the turn. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're at the turn. Yeah. I, I think I'm on sixteen, maybe seventeen at this okay. point in terms of working. But I mean, I've I've always tried to give people opportunities, and with this new thing I'm doing, I'm giving somebody an opportunity who's going to do a great job with it. And um, you know, that's I've always tried to find somebody who could replace me. Like if you get the right, you get pers- somebody who can do the job better than you, or at least as good, and you don't have to worry about the job. And you know, I want people who want my job. I want people who will do all the extra stuff. To There's try a to lot get of people who are intimidated by that. Like there are a lot of people who are like, "Teach me how to do this," and they want to be the only person in the company who knows how to do this because it gives right. them security. Exactly. I I will teach anybody anything because I want them to to want to do better. And you know what? Because at some point I'm not going to be doing this, and somebody needs to to be ready to step in. And if they don't step in here and they go somewhere else and become big stars, then I was right. So I, I'm I'm a big fan of that. I always have been, going all the way back to my years at the Chronicle to to my time here. Is I, if if there's somebody who I really think highly of that I want to help, then I'll go out of my way if they're putting in the effort to want to learn, and I'll give them every opportunity. And they're going to screw up sometimes. We all do. We all have failures, and you learn from those failures. But I, I'm I'm big on that, and and we've had a lot of interns come through here, and it was it was for me when I was teaching, and I would have my students come in and intern, and then I would help them get jobs, and I had a bunch of them that wound up getting jobs in, in journalism. They would have never gotten it without an opportunity to come here, and then a lot of them came here and realized, you know what, this isn't for me. I want to do something else, and that's cool. You know, and the best thing about interns is once in a while you find that diamond in the rough, and and you you know if you can end up hiring them at your company right if they stick on and you know but you're right fred it's kind of like innovation or r&d you know you have to accept the fact that whatever say out of 10 interns you're only going to have one that's going to hit right Right. there's going to be but but, they might learn some skills that they use elsewhere and and when we talk about interns here it's not like we're asking people to work 40 hours a week they come in a couple days a week uh, they sit in here and and they, they learn stuff and and some of them 
learn and get better. And some of them grab it by the horns and, and, and kids like Marcus and, and Dr. Intern. I mean, they, they've really done extra stuff to, to be part of it. And, and I love that. I want to see those guys. Cause we're, we're, you're right. We're definitely, somebody's going to have to replace us at some point, you know, it's, it's, and cause we're going to retire young and go off and enjoy life. So I, I hope that whoever that is, is somebody that came up through the system for what it's worth. Totally, man. I, th- I think anytime you can bring up people through your own organization, you know, that's, uh, and you know, we, I, I'm, I'm prone to the cheesy sports analogies, right. But I think there's always that healthy blend of free agents and, you know, talent you develop, right. Sometimes you just have a need where we got to bring somebody in from the outside, yeah. but if you can, you, you know, can hire from within, that's ideal. Oh man. Sure. And, and sometimes the best thing, and, and I always use Jerome Solomon as a perfect example of this. Jerome was working with us. Uh, was kind of blocked where he was, went to the Boston Globe, covered the Patriots, and did a fantastic job. And when we brought him back, it was going to be at a much higher level than what he was doing. He wanted to be a columnist. And, you know, I was proud of him for going to the Boston Globe, for getting, I hated to see him go because he was one of my favorite people at the time. We hung out together all the time. But it was good for him. And then when he came back, it was better for him because he learned from that. And I think he's better from having done that. Uh, and and sometimes that's what has to happen. But it, the whole time you're rooting for the guy, whether he's with you or not. And and what happens in the end, you wind up working together again. And uh, and I think there's a lot to that. And I think people, um, if people do a better job of of trying to improve others, of working with others, and rooting for their success, even if it's your expense, you'll find out in the long run that you've done a lot. And that when when you die, there'll be a bunch of people at your funeral going, "Man, that guy helped my career." And I, you know, Fred, I think people just need to, uh, apply that in daily life too, man. Like, uh, you know, there was a lady struggling to get her bags off the plane today and I, you know, oh. could have been uptight. Uh, but I was like, Hey ma'am, let me, let me give you a hand here. Right. You and know, then she, she gave you a hand. <laughs> Bada boom. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we call that a little tit for tat, ma'am. <laughs> Was she breastfeeding? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, but I mean, who doesn't do that? I mean, you, you should do that kind of stuff. I, yeah. And um, I mean, there's just simple things like that that people need to do it more, though. Yeah, I think they we just do. need to really go out of our. I mean, you know, people are just so uh, fingers on the trigger, are on the hot button so quick, you know, and it's just like, hey, just chill, understand. Like, I, I think in, within your day or your week, like there's so many hours that are going to be your, like your time, your zone time, like AJ, it's you having a beer or whatever, but you know, you're, you're helping the kids, right? You're, you're coaching and you, you know, yeah, it's somewhat enjoyable, but there's a lot of pain in the ass elements of that. Yeah. Like when you have to go sit in your car until the game's over. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you disrespected him a little See, bit. He's learning too. <laughs> no, but, but. It, it's it's kind of simple. It is it is a little bit simple to just you know if you to do little things throughout the day to help people out. And what AJ does with his kids, he teaches other kids too. I mean that's good stuff. And you know I wish everybody would do that and be a little less about themselves. And unfortunately, that's not the case. And I I mean I I've always tried to not be that way. I always try to think, well, put yourself in this person's position, and why do they think the way they think? And, you know, and, and like, especially like if it's a bald guy and I feel sorry for him, I'd be like, dude, go see my man, Dr. Linville. You can do what I did. Say, I actually did not wear a hat today so I could show off the mane. It's getting really long in the back, by the way. I may have to go to the ponytail, 
Uh, and it's all thanks to Dr. Linville. And this is such a cool procedure. It's your own hair. And, you know, I, I went through a lot of uh, potential people to sponsor because I wanted to do something with my hair. Otherwise, I was going to have to shave it. And I finally gave it up. And then I met Dr. Linville. And he's like, well, here's what I do. I just take the hair off the back of your head. And I put it on the, on the top of your head. And it grows. And in my case, I moved 2,451 follicles from the back of my head to the front. And the cool thing is now I got the great mafia look. I got it slicked back. I got it really long in the back. And yeah, I probably should get it cut and look more respectable, but I like looking like a rock guy again. You know, a really ugly old rock guy, but it still works. And Dr. Linville had it done himself. His hair looks fantastic. All you have to do is go to 975hair.com, set up your free consultation. He just wants to help. 975hair.com. Get your hair back today. You need a taste of your own You're listening to The Blitz. Hey, guys, sports to you. On ESPN 97.5. Sports to you. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. You know what? I got to do this giveaway, don't I? You, you know, usually you remind me when I forget to do it at 545. But Give it away now. That's okay. Uh, football's not over at 654. Third caller, 713-780-3776, wins a pair of tickets to the State Fair Classic Spring Game at Globe Life Park in Arlington. See one of the fiercest rivalries in SWAC football history as the Prairie View Panthers take on the Grambling Tigers Saturday, March 13th at Globe Life Park in Arlington. And for the HBCU fans, enjoy a live halftime concert featuring R&B group Drew Hill. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, Buzz Williams show coming up at seven late hits with my good friend, Patrick Creighton at eight and the hall of fame with the Mets, the Lakers, the Lakers and a uh, hall of fame with Booker T and Brad Gilmore at 10. It's Ben Simmons. A, pl- a star. He can't make a three pointer. Every, uh, every New York radio station. Pointer, pointer, pointer. Yeah. There's no ER. It's all a, it's all a kind of dragged out. The guy can't make a three pointer. There you go. You're supposed to do a dumbass report. Oh, here. I've got, it. I've got one. Uh, let's see, where should we begin? Um, a let's go to Honolulu, Hawaii, which is the Florida of the islands. They say a police report says State Representative Sharon Har smelled of alcohol during her drunk driving arrest on Monday. She yelled "Black Lives Matter" at officers and told them, "Do you know who I am?" I'm going to be the next governor of this state. Uh, that that didn't work out all that well for her. She was driving the wrong way in the center lane uh, of a one-way street. Oh, I do that all the time. Her officers noted that her slurred speech uh, was pretty apparent, and she seemed intoxicated. She said, I could smell the odor of alcohol emitting from her breath and the interior of the vehicle. She said from her breast? Of her breath. Oh, sorry. She began that, the to yell that she head. was embarrassed, that her wrists hurt. 
questioned as to why we needed to be so many officers at the scene and stated that black lives matter. She then began to yell at officers Ting and Tori to hurry up because she needed to call people. A third officer, Christopher Morgado, said that Har began asking if I knew who she is. Not wise. She was going to be the next governor, and she said this would really mess up my plans. You think, lady? Not really. I you mean, think? come on. Uh, Nobody gets mad over Dewey's anymore. Uh, her explanation is uh, that she had a single beer, one beer. But she mixed it with medication that she's taking for a respiratory illness that contained codeine. So it got her. And that'll happen sometimes. It happens to the best of us. Hey, little, next thing you know, we're driving one way or driving the wrong way on a one way. A little advice on that. If, if you get, never say you just had one drink or two drinks, because that's what everybody says, right? Oh, I just had two, officer. But now I had four drinks. I stopped drinking an hour ago. Just a little pro advice there. There you go. From somebody who used to get pulled over a lot. Um, now we'll go to actual Florida, which is considered the Florida of Florida. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. See, a man walked into a Fort Lauderdale restaurant and asked a customer for some of his food. This man was a hobo type. Okay. And instead of giving him some food, he beat him and stabbed him in the head. Ah, dumbass. Now, uh, Brandon Dion Pearson, who was in a KFC... Uh, was approached and asked for some food. You killed a man over KFC. Well, he didn't kill him. He's still alive, apparently, but he's being charged with attempted murder. <sighs> Better have been one of those really big buckets. Uh, the, the two men continued insulting and, cons- and cursing each other inside the restaurant. When they started throwing punches, an employee got between them. Uh, things went outside the restaurant. The victim grabbed a handful of small pebbles from the parking lot and threw them at Pearson, who then stabbed him in the head. Wow. Yeah. Head stab? How often do you see head stab? Because I don't give a It shit. is rare. I mean, usually you go for the. You might go for the neck. Yeah. Maybe I mean, maybe he ducked like a hit in football where you wind up doing a helmet to helmet. Uh, a plane was forced to land after an overly aggressive cat attacked a pilot in midair. <laughs> what? A passenger plane was forced to return to an airport in the Sudanese, Sudanese capital of Khartoum. After an angry and aggressive cat, which had somehow gotten into the cockpit, attacked the pilot shortly after takeoff. The plane was roughly in the air for a half hour when the cat attacked the pilots. So that's not ideal. You get a cat in the cockpit, who knows what's going to happen. And finally, a man in Long Beach was accused of an Instagram scam for targeting women for bogus modeling gigs. Like, hey, the old, uh, hey, I can... I can make you famous. No, he was just a perv trying to make people famous. And when he was in custody, another woman came in and said, Hey, that guy said he was going to put me in a movie. Oh, that's a cuffing, sir. Not wise. See, now I, I used to tell women that. Like, I'll put you in a movie. Now I actually can. Now you can. <laughs> All and right. Now you ask him to go into your office and give you a hand. No, a, I do not. A Get little out of tit here. for tat. Just the tat. No tat. <laughs> All right. That'll wrap it up. Great job, everybody. Till tomorrow, stay sportsy, bitches. ESPN 97.5.